Hello, this is Pam with the Part Plan Podcast. Welcome. If you're new to the podcast, please check on the first podcast to learn what the Part Plan is all about, or click on my website for more information about who I am at www.pamlitchfordcounseling.com. So the Part Plan is an acronym for thinking about things that are PERT, pure, excellent, right, and true. And PLAN stands for Praiseworthy, Lovely, Admirable, and Noble. It's based on a Bible verse, Philippians 4.8. So your joke today from quickfunnyjokes.com is not so much a question as, uh, I don't know, a sarcastic comment. So it says, I hate change, but I also hate change. So if the U.S. gets rid of pennies and nickels, I'm not sure how I'll feel. I'll read that again. I hate change, but I also hate change. So if the U.S. gets rid of pennies and nickels, I'm not sure how I'll feel. Any fans of jokes like this, please send me a note of encouragement. So today my focus is I'd like to talk about a question I got from a client. So she gave me permission to share her question, even though she will remain unnamed. She asked me, how is it that you're so supportive of me? I feel like all I've really ever shown you is the dark and negative sides of me, and yet you're always just there. Hmm, good question. My first feeling was, oh, how vulnerable she must have felt to ask me that. Did she wonder if I even liked her? She was so brave, too. What if I had said, um, it's my job to make you feel that way, or you pay me to support you? Oh, how awful that would have been for me to feel that way or for her to hear that. But those are common fears that clients have. But thankfully, that is not what I thought or felt. However, I, re- however, I replied to her was in an honest way, and I'm not sure what my exact words were to her, but it got me thinking that maybe giving a little more thought into my response would be helpful to my listeners. So it brought back to memory what I read about in one of my first blog posts, which is on my website, and you can read the entire blog. It's not very long. It was called Four Reasons Why Your Counselor Is Not Judging You. I don't know why I said you're a counselor, but what I meant is why I'm not judging you, because I can only speak for myself. So I listed the reasons of why I'm not judging you if you're a client of mine is courage, humility, compassion, and experience. So basically, I believe it takes courage and humility for a client to even reach out for help and support. I respect them for even making contact with me. That's a big first step. Now, the second two reasons, compassion and experience, well, I have a heart to help you. Um, Always try to be compassionate with where you are in your life. I have a lot of experiences, and if I haven't been through some similar circumstances, I've probably dealt with it with one of my clients And I'm always willing to learn something new from you. I don't have to have gone through what you're going through to support you and encourage you. So with this client and all my clients, I listen. I see her. I inquire about the things I need more information about. I challenge negative thinking. I sympathize and empathize with the tough parts of the story. I can get down in the pit, but I've attached a safety wire to me before I get down there. I don't plan to stay down there, and my goal is for both of us to get out. But the whole time, I'm not judging her. Those dark and negative sides that she referred to, those don't keep me from seeing her, from seeing how wonderfully and beautifully created she is. I can still see her spirit, her soul. I want joy and peace and contentment for her. I want her to feel my acceptance of her with whatever flaws she may see in herself. I mean, I'm not perfect, 
and I appreciate when others overlook my faults and failures. I have hope for my client, but I don't have expectations. Her growth or her backsliding doesn't change my stance. I like my clients. I love them, and I always want to continue to support them. I try to point out their good qualities to them, and sometimes I have to convince them that they do have good qualities and talents. So I I want this client and all my clients to feel accepted just as she is. I want her to feel love and live loved, which reminds me of a book that I really appreciate. It's called Uninvited, Living Loved When You Feel Less Than, Left Out, and Lonely. The author is Lisa Turkhurst, and she's a Christian author. And for those of you that don't align with the Christian faith, I hope you'll bear with me. On page 94 of this book is something I underlined. So Lisa cites an article from Dr. Aaron Benzieve. Forgive me if I pronounced that wrong. So he wrote an article for Psychology Today about belonging. And I'm going to read Lisa's quote, quoting him now. So acceptance is like an antibiotic that prevents past rejection from turning into present-day infections. The need for belonging runs deep. The need to belong goes beyond the need for superficial social ties. It is a need for meaningful, profound bonding. A sense of belongingness is crucial to our well-being. The lack of belongingness causes various undesirable effects, including a decrease in the levels of health, happiness, and adjustment. Can I read that to you again? Acceptance is like an antibiotic that prevents past rejection from turning into present-day infections. The need for belonging runs deep. The need to belong goes beyond the need for superficial social ties. It is a need for meaningful, profound bonding. A sense of belongingness is crucial to our well-being. The lack of belongingness causes various undesirable effects, including a decrease in the levels of health, happiness, and adjustment. You can also hit the rewind button if you want to hear it for a third time. So... What I got from that was acceptance prevents your past moments of either being rejected or not feeling accepted or supported from turning into a big bag of rocks that you're toting around all day. We were created to belong and connect to others. We need real connection, attachment to others. Maybe not many others, but at least someone. Otherwise, we're going to be sick, unhappy, and out of balance. So there's a term called therapeutic alliance and therapy. (coughs) Excuse me. So therapeutic alliance is the bond between therapist and client. I forget the percentages, but I do remember that this alliance is one of the key factors in client success and change. If my client and I aren't connected and she feels I'm not supporting or accepting, that may leave her feeling terrible. The beautiful thing is that I find it really easy to form an alliance with my client. Thank God. I've heard from other counselors that this is sometimes really hard for them. I've heard from clients that they have found it really hard to find someone that they feel comfortable with, much less attached to. Now, there is the other extreme and very common scenario of becoming so attached to your therapist that you can't move forward. Just Google the actress Kristen Bell. She has a video and song about how much she loves her therapist. It's hilarious. So I'm not afraid of clients becoming attached to me. It's beneficial. Granted, I don't want a stalker that wants to hurt me, but I love connecting with my clients. I wish I could be real life friends with all of them, but I know that it's best for me 
to be a reliable and supportive place that they can come back to later in life if they need me. So how can you apply all of my rambling thoughts to your life? One, if you don't feel supported by your therapist, just move on. There is a difference between your therapist challenging you and pushing you and encouraging you to improve your life, but you should still feel they accept you and want better for you. Two, if you aren't interested in counseling, fine, but do you need support from another person? Of course you do. Um, Do you need a friend? Do you need a mentor? Well, keep an eye out for one. Or maybe you can start with being a friend or a mentor to someone. Think about what are your gifts and how can you use them. What brings you joy? Start there. Number three, if you have someone that supports you, I'm sure you're grateful for that. So thank them. Then pay it forward and support someone else. Then they will probably use that energy to support another. So remember, you're not alone. I know it may feel like it sometimes, but it doesn't have to be that way. So what little step could you take today to not feel alone? Reach out. Look for someone with a smile. That's always a good sign that they might have some extra love to give. So remember, you are worthy, you are lovable, you are loved, so live loved. Well, this ended up being a little bit longer podcast than I normally do. Um, So let's end with some breathing. Okay, so what I'd like for you to do is if you're able to close your eyes and get into a comfortable position, then do so. And if you're driving, please keep those peepers open. So some tips. I want you to breathe in and out through your nose with your mouth closed. Now, if you want to exhale through your mouth, that's fine, but be sure and breathe in through your nose with your mouth closed. And I also don't want you breathing with your chest going up and down. So try to inhale and make your stomach go out and exhale and make that tummy suck back in like babies do when they're sleeping. So big, deep breaths from the belly. So I'm going to count for you while you breathe in and out and we'll do about six or seven breaths. Ready? Breathe in. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe out. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe in. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe out. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe in. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe out. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe in, two, three, four, five, six. Breathe out, two, three, four, five, six. Breathe in, two, three, four, five, six. Breathe out, two, three, four, five, six. Breathe in, two, three, four, five, six. Breathe out, two, three, four, five, six. Last time. Breathe in, two, three, four, five, six. Breathe out, two, three, four, five, six. So you can continue with these or stop, but I've got to go. So try adding a few breathing sessions into your day in order to calm the body and recenter your day. Now go and be pert. And if you have any thoughts or comments about this podcast, please email me at thepertplan at gmail.com. And I'll talk to you next time on The Perk Plan.